Understand something. Plain and simple. To me, Abigail was a delicious poison. An intoxicating, overwhelming poison. Yowie wowie! picture on your screen we're going to talk about that tonight and a lot of other things it's monday so you know what that means it's time for another episode of abby's window and we are happy to be with you this evening uh i am jeff and as always i am joined by the one and only jody gilly our abby your abby the world's abby um not you know feeling under the weather so i hope you feel better soon um obviously we're saying thought you know you're in our thoughts and prayers so um other than not feeling well how are you this evening i'm okay you're okay work a little crazy today gotcha gotcha I, I sympathize and empathize with that for sure. <laughs> um, all right. So before we get going, let me say hello to some folks that we have in the chat. Uh, Texas-based Razzlin fan, Butterspark, Jen Carter, James Chadwick, Robert Morris, John Cena Gamer 0809, Jason Peace, hello to you, Big Dan, uh, B. Tazzy is in the house, uh, Noob and Co., Big Boy Dally. Let's see here. Sean Lucey, Shane Loki, uh, YouTube user. All right. Um, Sean Suslowitz, Seven Fiend, Joey's Adventures, Chad Schrader. Hello to all of you. Uh, so, Jody, what do you say? We, we just get right into it. Mm-hmm. So obviously last week um, we got Alexa against Nikki, and then uh, you know we got some some Randy Orton acting going on. He was taking on Edge, and we get to the end of the match, and holy crud, uh, <laughs> we see this uh, Joe's worst nightmare. Um, <laughs> Not yet. Not yet, but it's well. We'll it's talk about there. it. We'll talk about it if it's coming or not. But um, what did you think when you first saw this? Like, what what were you? What was your initial reaction when you saw this? I think my jaw was on the floor, <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, obviously being a horror fan, you immediately go to. Well, I kind of had two thoughts. Immediately, I thought there's no way that's blood because even WWE knows how to do a better job of blood than that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, you know, being a nurse, you're like, that's not blood. Uh, but then on, on the second hand, you know, being being an, a horror fan, you know, you know what that means. 
as a horror fan. And so if you don't know, if you're not a horror fan, there's something in horror called ectoplasm. And it's typically like that. Sometimes it comes out as a fog. Um, in some, um, some horror movies, you'll see it as a fog. Others, you've seen it come out of their ears, other eyes, other kind of orifices. Uh, but it's called ectoplasm. And in the area of horror movies, which we already know that Bray is a fan, uh, that it signifies demonic possession. So, you know, kind of immediately I'm thinking, okay, so does this mean that Alexa is possessed by the fiend? Is that what the mandible claw means? That when you keep mandible claw somebody, it possesses them? Is Alexa going to turn into this full fiend character now and Bray's going to come back as something different? Um, you know, we don't really know how that's going to go down. And there's a lot of speculation on, on you know, when Bray's coming back and what he's going to look like when he comes back. And um, I think some people are... are quick to say, you know, the fiends not coming back. And I agree with that to a certain extent. Um, I don't think that particular version of the fiend will be back anymore. Uh, doesn't mean that Bray won't be back. Doesn't mean that a darker character isn't coming, but Alexa kind of is the fiend now. Yeah. But that way, you know, Alexa is the fiend now. That's, and maybe that's part of the whole story that he passes the fiend onto somebody else and turns into something even more horrifying and sinister um, of himself. So did that make any sense whatsoever? That made a ton of sense. I'm, I'm on, I'm on pain medication. So sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. It made a ton of sense. And you know, like when I saw this, I immediately went the horror movie route, just like you. And, mm -hmm. you know, and you text me not long after. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was, it was so well done. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I think the one thing that we can say, I think maybe we can all agree on this. Uh, and Joe has joined us. What's up, Joe? Uh, we also have uh, Darian Moore who says, uh, this is their first time watching, so thank you for joining well, us. Well, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We hope you enjoy it. Um, yeah, I like I immediately saw this. Uh, Venomized Joker and Sapphire. Uh, thank you guys for joining. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I just saw this and I was like, holy crap. We're going, we're going this direction. Joe sent me a text after that, and he's like, you know what this means? He, yep. says, he says, if the next if the next part is her walking backwards, I'm gonna have a hard time. And who and who does that walking upside down backwards? Yeah. That is something that that uh, cult leader Bray knows how to do very well. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, so I would not be surprised if that's what I think is. I think is coming. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> sorry, Joe. Yeah, sorry. You Joe. may have to avert your eyes because I, I think that is coming 100%. <laughs> You're going to see more 
um, limit pushing in terms of this being a possessed kind of storyline. I think they're going to keep making that go darker. Yeah. So I get, I guess my quote, well, let me ask this question first from a YouTube user uh, says <laughs> Jeff and Jody question. What was interesting? One, Randy didn't look at bliss when he came to fight edge and two, Alexa didn't put the claw um, on cross. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, C-Wrestling kind of alluded to that in, in one of his theory videos um, that, you know, Alexa wasn't about this theory of Alexa being the fiend now. And at that particular moment, she was not a fiend or was not possessed at that moment by the fiend. Excuse me. Because you remember Bray talking about that in the swap match. Mm-hmm about only one one personality can be present at a time. And now the cult leader Bray, he said, you know, I was watching everything going on with my body and had no ability to control it. And now I'm here, I'm not going back there. So I think that's another ploy to this multiple personalities kind of thing. And obviously Alexa has that same power now too. Um, and somebody pointed out, I forget who it was, who said cult of Wyndham coming soon. I think that's where this story is. I think you think we're here now. I think that's where we're starting to go. If, if the fiend, if the fiend has this ability to possess other people, obviously one being Alexa, um, you know, who, who's next? You could say that about everybody that he's done this to, but Alexa has been the one to take it as far as she has. The other people have not, but you could see this go further and bring in other people to create this. Even if you don't bring in other people, this whole idea of cult of Wyndham can be these multiple personalities all coming together. And, you know, Bray has said before that Wyndham is the key and, you know, Wyndham is Bray. That's his real name. So him being the key, he's the key to all of these different personalities, even Alexa's personalities. You know, she can change because she's been changed by the team. Kevin Heffner saying, Alexa versus Randy at Elimination Chamber in an intergender match, which will lead to Bray's return. Interesting. Here's how I see that going down. I don't see it going down. Here's how I would like that to go down. I would love for The Fiend to be in the Elimination Chamber match or Bray Wyatt to be in the Elimination Chamber match. And he's the last person released. And throughout the match, he changes form. So you might see him as Alexa at one point. You might see him as he starts off in Funhouse Bray. And then maybe you see him as Alexa. And then you see him as something else. And then you see him as Cult Leader Bray. And the whole time, he's just kind of messing with Randy. Like, think how distracting that would be for Randy. He looks over and, you know, one minute it's it's Bray, it's Funhouse Bray. The next minute, it's Cult Leader Bray. The next minute, it's Alexa Bliss. The next minute, and then maybe you know, if he's the last person to come in, he comes in as this new character. That would be amazing. 
I would love for it to go down that way. At this point, honestly, I don't know when he's coming back, but I can't wait. I'm excited. Alexa's doing a phenomenal job, and I love her. I'll go on record of saying that. She is doing a fantastic job, but she's not Bray Wyatt. True. I need my Bray back. <laughs> so please come back soon because we miss you. <laughs> well, I, I think it's interesting because let me ask you this. Um, I know there were I know that there were some some mixed feelings when she first got involved in this storyline. So yeah, yeah. And that's why I wanted to ask, would you say that she's exceeded your expectations in terms of when she got involved to where she is now? Oh, 100 percent. When she first got involved, I was kind of like, I don't know if I like this. It's. I don't know about him. I didn't want him to get lost in the shuffle of having a new family. I wanted him to still maintain the spotlight, you know, that he deserved. And oh yeah, hundred percent. She's exceeded my expectations. I will go on record as saying stick my foot in my mouth. Cause I was totally wrong. <laughs> and I, I think it, that was the case with a lot of people because I think folks are saying, oh, you know, they're just trying to make her relevant again and she'll be done with it, you know, maybe in a month or so, or she just won't do, uh, she won't do well with it. And honestly, I feel like this, this is the character that she was meant, she was meant to do this, like 100%. Absolutely. Um, How great is that for Bray too? Like he can have a little bit more confidence now that, Obviously, we know this was a pre-planned vacation for him to take some time off. And the storyline has continued to go, even with him not being there. Like, that must give him a lot of confidence that Alexa can continue in his stead and vice versa if she wanted to take some time off. Because, obviously, she's getting married soon. Yep. You know, that the storyline can continue without her and... They're kind of like this unstoppable duo. It's it's great. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I do miss Bray. Well, I, I think we. I mean, if I think we all do, um, and I think Big Boy Dally said, you know, I I wish he'd come back. I miss him. I, we do. We miss him because he's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, he's one of the best storytellers out there, um, and I mean, he's just. He's just Bray. I mean, you can't really say anything else other than the fact that he's just Bray. He's irreplaceable. Uh, yeah, I mean, so he he's just Bray. So, um, what? So I know some people are saying maybe he maybe he returns tonight. When when do you think he returns? I think he returns at the most opportune moment and when it makes sense. Obviously the only person that knows when he's coming back is him. <laughs> and I'm sure, you know, the powers that be know when he's coming back, but it's, he knows this overall big story. And so he will pick a time that makes sense for the story. He's not going to come back because he's done with vacation. You know what I mean? He may be done with vacation. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I'm, you know, everybody with the timing that it was, um, was kind of perfect. I hate to say it that way with, you know, what happened to, to Birdie Lee. You know, I think he is 
I would hope that he's almost glad in a way that it happened while he was on vacation. Um, because I think that's probably given him a lot of time to grieve and it would have been a lot more difficult storyline wise, you know, if he disappeared in the middle of this story with nothing left to go on, you know, to have this grieving process that everybody needed who knew Brody Lee. Um, so, you know, timing wise, that was great for him to have that time to grieve. And we all hope that he's doing okay. And, you know, mentally, emotionally, you know, grieve the way that you need to. And, we feel our hearts go out to all of Brody Lee's family, all the people that know him. But I know this was particularly tough for Bray because they were so close. Um, so that may be the reason why he stayed away a little bit longer than maybe he would have. Um, but we do hope to see him back. I think at this point you can say whatever you want. Oh, maybe he comes back tonight. And then if it doesn't happen tonight, maybe he comes back next week. You know what I mean? Like at this point, yeah. It's never going to be unexpected because we're going to expect it every single time WWE is on until he comes back. Yeah. Yeah. You said this a few weeks ago and you've said it several times, but he's going to pick a time when everyone's like, okay, he's not coming back. I'll stop getting my hopes up. Mm -hmm. And and he'll just. And I do think a lot of fans are about at that point. Yeah. And come back for this last pay per view. I think a lot of fans were like, ah. "Yeah, <laughs> not that you know we're giving up hope that he's ever coming back, but we're just kind of like, oh, okay, well, obviously he's not coming back for a while, so we can not move on to something else." But enjoy. I think that anticipation of him coming back for some people might take away the enjoyment of the things that Alexa Blizzard is doing, and they're kind of missing out on it. Because they're thinking more, oh, is Bray coming back instead of, man, what a great job Alexa's doing. So that's what I'm trying to do as a Bray fan. I know that he's going to come back soon. He's not done. He's, you know, he'll be back when when it makes sense for him. And until then, I'm I'm going to enjoy what Alexa's doing because she's killing it. Yeah. Um, before we go on, we've got a birthday. <gasps> happy birthday Moda happy birthday thank you for joining us hope you're having a great day um, it's my mom's birthday tomorrow so happy birthday to my mommy happy early birthday I, you showed me it's, that video it's, yeah I made her a video for her birthday she's, she's going to cry and it's my husband's birthday on the 11th wow so, yeah, few days. Happy mm-hmm. early birthday to Chris. <laughs> um, so James Chadwick says something here, and I wanted to ask you this next anyway. Uh, James says, I think we might get some creepy vignettes before he returns. Do you think that we'll get that? Do you think we'll get Bray and then, um, and then some creepy vignettes before we see whatever form this new form is? I, honestly, I could see it going either way because 
you know, obviously when the fiend first appeared, we got little teasers like that. We got Bray saying, wait till I show you what I've been working on. And I could see them going the way of when he does come back, him kind of doing something similar and saying, did you miss me? You know, with Funhouse yeah. Bray. I'd love to see it go that way. But at the same time too, think about the, think about the pop when he comes back. If he comes back with no teasers, no announcements, you know, I don't know when they're planning on having fans in the building for the first time. Maybe he's waiting for that. Cause could you imagine the pop if all of a sudden out of nowhere? Oh my God. Can I, I know no one wants to hear this, but just go with me here. What if we do not see him until WrestleMania? Is that the first time they're gonna have fans? Possibly. Okay. I know that they're I know that they're trying like heck to do it. And mm-hmm. being at the Super Bowl was held last night with limited fans. Uh and it seemed to be Congratulations, by the way, on your Thank team. You. Thank you. Thank you. That was <laughs> I I don't want to talk junk, but you know, it was just a dominant performance by my team. So Oh uh, yeah. I think Kansas City shot themselves in the foot. Oh goodness, goodness. They gracious. had way too many penalties. I'm like, really? Come on now, you know better than that. Yeah. Um, what if? Because we know that WrestleMania will be in the same stadium. Mm-hmm. What if we do not hear anything about Bray? And by the way, uh, happy birth, belated birthday to uh, Matt and Misfit. Um, his last Tuesday, so we got a lot of birthday. Happy birthday. Um, what if he just shows up? He ends up on the pirate ship, mm-hmm. and that's where we see him. Like he remember makes- what he wanted to do last year. He wanted yeah. to show up the monster truck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Re- WrestleMania. If you if you get if you wait until then, and let's say you only have let's say you have ten thousand fans in the building. Um, Do they have twenty five thousand for the Super Bowl? I don't know. Right I think it was twenty five thousand. Well, I mean, let, let's say you have 25000 mm-hmm. Like you said, imagine the pop where <clears throat> all of a sudden you get an appearance from the Fiend on this pirate ship that's at Raymond James Stadium. I mean, that would be absolutely tremendous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely tremendous. Oh my I mean, God! Think about if if WrestleMania is really the first time they're gonna have fans, they're gonna go all out. Oh yeah. I hate to use a line from Jurassic Park, but they're gonna spare no expense. They're gonna go all out on WrestleMania, and yeah, that would be a great, great way to bring him back. No teaser, mm-hmm. just poof, there he is. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean that would be. That that's the spot where you could still you could still promote that storyline without the fiend being present. I mean, look at when when Bray had his WrestleMania match with the Undertaker. Undertaker didn't show up until the actual match. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you could have Randy start doing stuff like that, even with Alexa being involved. You know, she could come out and say he might see you at WrestleMania, or you know what I mean, like you can tease it in a different way that you don't have to have Bray in the building 
and you can still have that, you know, mania match that, that, that's been rumored between them, like the Firefly Funhouse match with him now actually showing up until the day of the match. Yeah. How much, you know, how much hype would that get if people are starting to say, you know, if Alexa comes out a couple weeks before mania and says, Randy, he accepts your challenge. He will see you at WrestleMania. That would, and then you don't know, is he coming out as Funhouse Bray? Is he coming out as Cult Leader Bray? Is he coming right. out as a character? Like, what in the world is going to happen? But you tease that a couple of weeks before Mania. You know, have Randy be like, I, you know, I want the Fiend. I want the Fiend, you know. Yeah. I mean, that. Out of nowhere, say, he accepts your challenge. Yeah. 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 Um, Matt saying, yes, yeah, promote the Fiend versus Orton. But for uh, for Mania, but never have him appear mm -hmm. to WrestleMania, just like you said. Yep. Uh, just like Kane versus The Undertaker in uh, 04 at Mania 20. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, yeah, and like I said, they did that with Bray and Undertaker as well. Yeah, so I mean, there there's some It was Bray every week doing those promos, talking about Undertaker. And, you know, there was a couple of, you know, promos that you heard Undertaker's voice. Mm -hmm. And he set the he set the rocking chair on fire. Um <laughs> But you did not see Undertaker until until his entrance music hit at WrestleMania. I think that would be great to do it like that with this evolved character of the Fiend. Yeah. So let, let's get to that. I mean, I know we've talked about it a little bit. Have your have your thoughts changed on what this new version of this character will be? I mean, do you think it's the Fiend? Do you think it's Something else. Do I mean what? What are you thinking? Um, especially now with this possession piece. Mm -hmm. What What do you think we're going to see? I think we're. I'm still going to call it Fiend 2.0 because I still think it's going to be like the Fiend in a lot of ways. But like I kind of said earlier, Alexa is the Fiend now, so I think we're going to see a darker more sinister, more twisted character as Bray's alter ego. Yeah. And maybe it's, you know, I, I don't remember who I said this to earlier, but maybe, you know, I think I said it in one of our group chats, maybe he can't, the fiend can't come back because Alexa hasn't fully let him in yet. She hasn't completed that transformation. So maybe... What? It's at the point where she completes that transformation and really becomes the fiend that he can come back. Two questions here, and they're kind of, well, they're going to be different. But one, there's the report that tonight we're going to get Randy versus Drew again. Mm -hmm. Do you think that could play into this story? That's first question number one. Yes. You do think that. Okay. I think right. we're definitely going to at least see some shenanigans from Alexa. Okay. Second question. You said that you said you said that Alexa is the fiend now. Mhm. Mm and you said that the transformation hasn't been completed. Mhm. Mm 
what does what does she need for the transformation to to be complete? And how will we know that she is now fully engulfed as the new fiendess? I don't think he'll ever fully know. I mean, she obviously possesses a lot of qualities that the fiend does have with the ability to change form. Mm -hmm. um, we have seen her hit the mandible claw once. I think that's a big key. A big part of this is her being able to nail that move. Um, let's talk about that twisted yeah. sister Abigail. Oh, that was amazing. Good God. That was I awesome. I loved it. It was so good. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I'd have to go back to horror roots in terms of, you know, with, with the ectoplasm, you know, typically that happens, you know, when someone's trying to get rid of a demon. So that would suggest to me that, you know, she hasn't quite fully accepted it yet. You know what I mean? That there's a part of her that's trying to push it out. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So I don't think we ever, we will ever fully know. I, I don't really see her with a mask, although they kind of hinted at that last, was it last week or the week before where they showed her with bits and pieces of the fiend's mask on her. But mm -hmm. I don't think that was, that could have been an Easter egg that she is the fiend now that the fiend is part of her. Hmm. I mean, I'd be okay if she had a mask. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Nathan says, Jeff and Jody, Randy versus Drew can be a great way to plant seeds for a Drew versus Fiend in the future. What say yeah. you? I, I dig that. <laughs> as long as it makes sense. I'm kind of in that mindset. As long as it makes sense to Bray and the story he's trying to tell, you can put him up against... Gilbert, if you want to, as long as it makes sense to him and it fits with what story he's trying to tell, put him up against anybody. Right. Yeah. I mean, that that's the thing about, about this story is that if, if done the correct way and if it makes sense, you can really do this with anyone. And I think we talked about this before, um, but if you have someone on your roster that you want to quote unquote change and they become stale, what's a way that you can help change them? Have Put them up against a fiend. Have and them. You can do that with women now too. Exactly. Maybe that's something that we see with Alexa's transformation that she has, she now has the ability to change people. There you go. And, and I said it before and please if you're an Oscar fan, don't give me hate. And Jody, I know you're a fan of Oscar, but let's be honest. I mean, her character has gotten a little bit stale. Mm -hmm. um, and that's no offense to her. I still love her. Right. I still love her too. But I want to see. Yeah, her. she's she's due for a change. Due for a change. So, uh, Drift Lewis, uh, thank you for joining us. Says Jody, what would you have thought? If it was Liv that joined Bray, I'm a massive fan of Liv Morgan, so I would have loved to see her get that role. Um, what would you, yeah, what were your thoughts with Johnny? I think Liv is fantastic. Um, 
she's very talented, but I I don't think it would have worked. I think the only person that would have fit this character is Alexa Bliss. It was it was like it was tailor made for her, and yeah, I think she would have. I think she would have done okay with it, um, because she. I think she does have the talent, especially in the ring. But I think Alexa's got more of that presence and mic ability mm-hmm. and relatability that I don't think any other female on that roster has. Yeah. And it, it, it was just like this character was tailor-made for her because she's perfect in it. I couldn't see anybody else doing it. I, you know, I agree. I think um, some some roles, some characters are just meant for people, mm-hmm. um, and that's just one. That's just one where I feel like mm-hmm. it's just meant for her. Yeah. Um, here's a question: Just because Daz Reynolds and thank you, um, Daz says, which way do you think Goldberg will go? I'm gonna before you answer that. I want to throw something out at you and do not hate me for asking you this question and bringing up this name, but hear me out. Okay. What if the fiend retires Goldberg as a part of the circle of that story? Mm -hmm. I think, you know, the circle theory Obviously, Bray has backed that up, (laughs) Um, but life is a circle. And, you know, as a fan, it makes sense for him to get some kind of revenge for that. So I would be totally cool with it. You can put him back in a match with with Goldberg as long as The Fiend wins. Hmm. But the rumor, like I said, you know, the big rumor is that it's going to be Randy and Bray at WrestleMania. And we, you know, Goldberg's only contracted for two matches a year, and I would assume that he would want to come back at Mania. Wow, I, I would. I mean, I would just love to see it because I think Goldberg is in a different space now. I think he's. I think the the hate <laughs> over the last several years has finally gotten to someone. And maybe he will start putting over other people. I will say he earned a little bit of respect from me after that match that he had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he's, he earned a ton of respect because the way that he put Drew over, the way that he sold and did all of that for Drew, I mean, that was. Mm -hmm. I just wish he would have done that with Bray. I agree. I agree. Um, Matt says if it wasn't Alexa Bliss then Rosemary or Sue Young would be amazing fits for it. Rosemary would definitely be a good fit. Scarlett would have been a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Scarlett would have been great. Jerry's Adventure said Goldberg versus Ali at WrestleMania. I would actually really like that. I'd like that. I think that would be a really good match. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. Hmm. Oh, man. 
I think Ali is, he's fantastic. He's. Ali is due for greater. Ali is due for greater. I I mean, I really do. So good. Uh, let's see what Joe says here. Joe says, I think Alexa faces Randy at Fastlane in a cinematic match leading to Bray's return at Mania. You know, that's something that they really haven't done a lot. They haven't done, you know, mixed gender. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I don't even remember the last one they did have. Goodness great. Yeah, someone in the chat let us know the last intergender match that WWE did. I know that Xavier Woods wants reckoning. Mm-hmm. I know that's a thing now, so we'll see. Sapphire is apparently having a ton of trouble getting a theory across, and okay. she's like, she's trying to get one. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, wow. Um, so I'd be totally down with that. Yeah, because you know, in a sentimental, you know. Obviously, you know, we've seen Randy do the RKO on Alexa, so WWE isn't scared of matches like that. Yeah. And, you know, independent wrestling companies are doing that a lot. They're doing a lot of mixed gender matches. Drift saying it was Robert Stone versus Rhea Ripley. I don't know that, that I can sit, well, Sasha and Reggie, yeah. Okay. I mean. But it's not, it's not something that's very common, and I think that would be a good – a good direction for WWE to go, you know, with women's wrestling needing that, that push and them needing to, they should be on the same level. You know, we've talked about that before with, you know, female fans not getting, you know, the attention and the, and the credit that they deserve because, you know, we bring a lot to the table as well. I think the same goes to female wrestlers and, I think having mixed gender matches like that would be a a nice progress forward for WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Sapphire's theory finally came through. It says, my theory is Randy and Edge have a match at WrestleMania and the lights go out and then the Fiend and Alexa go after both of them. That'd be cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. Um, I know people are saying, talking about the Sasha and Reggie thing. Listen, I can't take Reggie serious when he comes to the ring wearing <laughs> shoes with no socks, and I, I just I can't take him serious. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Um, I still I still want Karen Cross and Scarlett versus Alexa and the Fiend. Like you, but I would say think, until I'm blue in the face. Do you think that so here here's the question there. Do you think that's do you think that's the match that ends a part of this story? No. Because no, you don't I just think, think it would, I just think it would be a hell of a match. Well, yeah, I mean, of course it would. I mean, I would Listen, just for the entrances alone, um, I'd oh, be yeah. okay with that. <laughs> yeah. I'd be okay with with that. Daz said, I followed you on Twitter. Thank you. Thank All you. right. Um, oh, man. Uh, Drift says, Jody, if Bray and Alexa versus Cross and Scarlett did happen, who would be the face? I don't think it. I, 
neither of them. And, you know, that's something that I think WWE is trying to get away from as well. The heel versus face, face versus heel. You have to have one heel and one face. I think now that you've got these tweeners like mm. Brandon and Alexa, um, it it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, again, I and I don't – I'm going to sound probably like a – they let him in. They did. They played well off of each other. I, I'm kind of being tongue in cheek there. I, I'm just jealous that I can't rock the no socks and shoes thing. So it's really more of a jealousy thing than hating on them. So I'm just trying to be funny. Um, you know, when it comes to heels and faces, I mean, in the real world, good people make bad decisions. Bad people uh, make good decisions. And, make, and bad people make good decisions. So, I mean, I think this this whole idea of heels and faces um, is just old school. And mm -hmm. I think wrestling as a whole will get away from that going forward. Um, because I think, I think now, in order for wrestling to continue to, to evolve and work the right way, you have to put the fan in a conflicted situation. You want them to be like, I really hate this person, but they're actually love them at the same time. Yeah, I love them at the same time. So I maybe I need to root for them even though I hate their guts. Mm -hmm. Um that's why you see, you know, a lot of things that faces do now would have been considered heelish back mm -hmm. in the day. So, you know, it's just one of those things where I think you're going to see those lines blurred a little more as we continue to evolve in professional wrestling, because I think that's how you uh, appeal to the masses. And mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. That's just and I think when you have when you stick with that heel versus face, it gets a little predictable. And I like the unpredictability yep. that they can come up with, especially with a character like Bray. And, and Alexa, and, you know, you can call them heels if you want, but it keeps them unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, Miz. I would call Miz a tweener because he's a good guy sometimes. He's a bad guy sometimes. Elias is the same way. He's a good guy sometimes. He's a bad guy sometimes. Most of the time, I just... your perspective. A good guy to who? A bad guy to who? Yeah. It's, it's all perspective. Sometimes I want to drop kick the Miz in the face, and other times I just want to slap yeah. him in the face. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to be like, all right, go Miz. You know? I mean, you know, I still want to hit him, but, <laughs> you know, varying degrees of damage. Um, Butterspark says Finn versus Cross at WrestleMania 37. I can almost guarantee it. Uh, sign me up for that. And if you can bring out uh, the demon. Oh. In Raymond James Stadium. Yes. Uh, sign me up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sign me up. Um, <laughs> Drift Lewis says Miz has a very punchable face. Yes, he does. He, Miz you know what, though? I, I know somebody that's really good friends with him, and in real life, he's such a nice guy. That's awesome. It's just an, he's just an awesome guy in real life, but yeah, he's one of those characters that you love to hate. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Eric Travis saying Keith Lee or Riddle versus Goldberg at Mania. Uh, listen, I I'd be I'd be fine with with that. Uh, I, honestly, Riddle versus Goldberg would be great because they have that story between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not a big Riddle fan. Yeah, I'm not either, but. You know, whatever no, works. It wasn't intended. <laughs> it was not an intended pun. I promise. He said, "Is that a pun?" That he's an awesome guy. No, it was not intended. <laughs> he he is actually a really nice guy in real life. Um, that's good. <laughs> that's funny. Um, Dan says, "Do you know why Hogan turned up on SmackDown last week?" Uh, no, but I have a feeling that Joe and I will talk about that on Thursday um, <laughs> on the Insider Wrestling Podcast. He may not want to talk about it, or he may not plan on talking about it. But you're oh, going to talk I, about it. Oh, I, I do. I, I have lots to say about Hulk Hogan showing up anywhere right now. But um, <laughs> Brother Spark saying Riddle is a magic mushroom. <laughs> he is a magic mushroom, or he ate a magic mushroom? Uh, I'm pretty sure they're a bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I, <laughs> you know, he is funny. I'll give him that. I just, I don't know. There's just something about him I don't really, I'm not really a fan of. Like, if you watch the movie Half-Baked, mm-hmm. it's that kind of humor. Yeah. But with the wrestler, yeah, half baked. Did you see the commercial? This is totally off topic. Did you see the Wayne's World commercial during the Super Bowl? Oh, absolutely, I did. <laughs> I died. I was I was marking out. If you, have, yes. if you haven't seen Wayne's World, go watch it. Oh my gosh, such a great movie. Um, Eric says Darren wants Nexus to come and face Retribution uh, at Mania, uh, or do they help beat? Orton, or they tack Drew and Wade is one. Huh. I don't know. It would be cool if the Nexus against Retribution happened. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that would be cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Eric Buchanan saying the reason I don't like Riddle is because I don't like the surfer hippie gimmick. That's just a stoner gimmick. Let's, let's yeah. just it is. It's not a gimmick. No, that's not a gimmick. That's, that's, what that's, he is. that's just that's how it is. That's a shoot. That's not a work. That's a shoot. That dude yeah. goes to the cloud every day, and I'm not talking about the iCloud. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's see Je- uh, Nathan says Jeff and Jody if Edge chooses Roman I would like to see either Keith Lee versus Drew or Damian Priest versus Drew um, I don't I think with Drew no let me back up I think with Damian Priest whether you whether people like it or not I think we're going to see Bad Bunny and Damian Priest against Miz and Morrison and I, I think that's going to happen because money, 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 and more money. Money speaks um, volumes. Yep, money talks, and you know what walks. Um, Darian Moore says, RVD did it better. 
yeah, he he did the he did the thing. He did it better. So, uh, Chaz, do you guys think we will hear Edge's Mania match soon or later? I think it's coming soon. I think we'll see it this week. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, I I also have a gut feeling that he's going to go after Roman. Well, let let me ask you this, because here's what I really want, and I want to focus the 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 conversation back to Bray. Um. Do you ever think we get Edge and the Fiend or Bray? I mean, do you think that at some point we get something like that between those two? Because I just really want to see it. I really want to see it too. But unless unless Edge gets involved somehow between him and between the Fiend and Randy, I don't really feel like there's a storyline that fits that because mm-hmm. I don't think they have any history else. I could be wrong. Cause I haven't seen everything that Bray's done. Right. Very popular belief. Um, but um, so unless edge starts to get involved in what's going on with the fiend and Randy, I don't see it happening. It could, I mean, I would love, that too. Yeah, I mean, oh my God. Uh, Tazzy saying Edge versus Fiend at SummerSlam. Oh God. Yeah, I'd love it. I'd love it. Um, yeah, I would love it. I think it'd be a hell of a match. Um, um, there's got to be something to trigger. Yeah, that. There's got to be some, there, there's got to be something to tie them together. Mm-hmm. Um, there's got to be a story there. So, mm-hmm. Um, Delanio saying, why are you playing games with me? I don't know if it's our fantasy booking or what's going on, but uh, the fantasy booking in the chat right now is uh, is at a level 10. Um, this is a good comment, and I got to read this even though it's not Bray-related. Uh, Drift Lewis says, Jeff, Riddle and RVD should be a tag team and have their manager be a woman named Mary Jane. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Joey's adventure says, do you think WWE will ever do Cena versus Bray one more time the way it was intended to, to be last year? Nope. I, I think much like, much like the Boneyard match, that Firefly Funhouse match was, was a stroke of genius. Mm-hmm. And the way that it was done the story that was told, my gosh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, wow. Mm-hmm. So, I think I ask you this question every single time, and I apologize for asking you this question every single time, but that's kind of why we do this show. Um, what's next in this story? Like we, you know, the the one thing is, thank you for reminding me that elimination chamber is in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks from yesterday. Um, WWE hasn't mentioned elimination chamber. I don't oh. think. Well, and they moved it back a week. Right. It's supposed to be the twenty eighth, and they moved it back a week. I don't know why, but. So, what do we see? 
what do we see from let, let's break it down let's go Alexa first and then uh do you think we start seeing glimpses of a new character heading into elimination chamber or does that not happen yet i don't think it happens yet i would love for it to but again i think it's another one of those things that kind of like we said about hell in a cell and this last pay-per-view with uh rumble like you gotta put bray in it you gotta put bray in it i i just don't think he's gonna come back just yet um i would love it if it was elimination chamber but um not totally sure i'm kind of leaning towards maybe we don't see him until mania which is fine you know because the story is going to keep going i think the story when he does come back is going to be randy orton he's going to be going after randy 100 um so and i think that's kind of why they've been having randy and edge kind of go up against each other and then alexa interfering because i think it kind of keeps that storyline fresh you know, keeps in the forefront of your mind. Yeah, he's dealing with Edge, but Fiend comes back. He's going after him. I mean, he's going to have a beeline target laser focused on, on Randy Orton when he comes back. <laughs> so uh, I definitely think until he comes back, there's going to be anytime Randy's in the ring, there's going to be shenanigans with Alexa. Yeah. I don't know as far as Alexa goes, who she's going to get into feuds with. Cause we really only seen her get into that, you know, that fight with Oscar and then with Nikki cross. So I don't really know where she goes as far as her feuds other than just messing with Randy Orton. Do you, do you think Alexa's done with Nikki cross? No, no. Mm -mm. Um, I I could I could see that. Uh Sapphire saying, Can you tell Jody I like her shirt? Thank you. It's a scrub shirt, actually. I wore it to work today. It's super, super like soft and breathable. So it's nice. It's very comfy. It's kind of like wearing pajamas to work every day. There you go. <laughs> Russell Stevens says, I feel uh, feel like a glimpse of the fiend will start on Raw. I think uh, we've been starting to see hints that he's coming back in what Alexa's doing. If you're paying really close attention, I think we're getting those little tiny Easter eggs, you know, with her saying in his voice, let, let me in. Um, was showing the pieces of the fiend's mask on her face. So I think we're going to continue getting little, little things like that along the way until one day he's just like, poof, here I am. <laughs> and I'll, I'll say this. If you're not a patient fan, this is going to be really hard for you. Yeah. Because it's, remember when, when he started this feed with Randy, we were like, oh my gosh, it's too fast. It's too fast. Like we need to go out until Mania and have him versus Randy at Mania. It's too fast. It's too fast. But they've done this so they've executed this so well that it that they are taking their time. And I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's listen, it's a slow burn. Mm -hmm. Um 
if you're not a patient fan, then chances are um, you you may get tired mm-hmm. of the storyline. And maybe, just maybe, that's what's going to hook you in the end because mm-hmm. you, you're like, you know what? I'm so done with this. And then you come back and it's like, holy crap, he's back. And mm-hmm. this is cool. And, you know. Um, dad saying, do we do AEW podcast as well? Uh, we discuss everything on Thursday nights, dads. Uh, we cover, we cover everything. Uh, we do an impact watch along on Tuesdays. Um, yeah, we, uh, we talk about everything, man. Uh, come and join us. Come and join us anytime, anytime. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, so Jody. Hmm. Any new merch? No. Alexa merch. I think there's there's been some new Alexa merch, um, okay. but I think that's 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 a that's a hint as well that we're not getting a bunch of new fiend merch because when his new character comes out, there's gonna be a whole bunch of merch. <laughs> and if you look at what is on sale in the WWE shop in terms of Bray Wyatt things too, it's interesting. There's a lot of fiend stuff on sale. Really? Hmm. I wonder why. Hmm. I just trust, you know, I trust people like Kyle Scarborough and Jason Baker and Jesse Cage, and they've all told us the same thing. We ain't seen anything yet. So stick with it. I guarantee you, you will not regret it. Sorry, I said Dazzy, Daz. Um, wasn't trying to say. I saw Tazzy's name and Daz, and I mixed that up. <laughs> but so, uh, yeah, so I apologize. Um, yeah. I think that's interesting, though. Um, you know, we've gotten those those people saying that, that same thing. I mean, everybody says it. You've seen nothing yet. Um, yeah. I mean, that... Again, patience, patience, patience. You have to exercise patience um, when, it, when it comes to certain stories. I mean, the thing is, you as a fan, you can't talk out of both sides of your mouth. You can't say, well, they're not giving me storylines or the ones that they have are stupid. And then the, when they give you one that's really in-depth, say, well, I don't like this because it's taking too long. I mean, make up your mind. You know, yeah. You know that that's the that's my philosophy. If if you are in the storylines, sit back and enjoy the ride. Yep. Um, Jody. Yes. Anything you want to say before we head out? Please continue to keep me in your thoughts and prayers. Um, yes. I- and round and round and round in 50 million circles today trying to talk to a GI specialist and it was an insurance problem my insurance company wouldn't take referrals from the emergency department and <laughs> it was it was a hot mess I finally got in touch with the GI doctor that took out my gallbladder a couple of years ago and he looked at my scans and said I don't see a mask but you have pancreatitis. So (laughs) um, I'm kind of stuck in terms of what to do at the moment. He kind of said, I wish they would have admitted you on Saturday. Mm. 
you know, for pain control and GI rest. So I'm going to keep taking it one step at a time. I got to be on clear liquids for a couple of days, see if that helps. And if I run out of pain medicine, I get to go back to the emergency room. <laughs> so, well, we're going to keep you in our thoughts and prayers. Um, because we want you to be better. We, we love you and care about you. So we, we want you to be better. Um, and people are showing you love. So. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that's I'm okay right now. She's okay right now. Okay right now because I've got my pain medicine. But when that runs away, that runs out, I'm not going to be very happy. So, doctors, if you're listening, <laughs> get her immediately. Wouldn't it be funny, though, if you went to your doctor and said, hey, um, yeah, I, I listened to your show. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I will we, say, thankfully, I have a very understanding boss um, who's been fantastic through all of this. And she's been, you know, she knows everything that happened today. And she's just kind of like, look, if you need to go back to the ER tonight, then go back. If you don't want to and you want to wait a couple days and then go back. It's fine. Like, we'll everything be fine. So that's fortunate. So props to my boss if you ever listen to this. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, thank all of you for joining us. Thank you all for your kind thoughts about Jody. Um, we love her. So dog on it. If you pray, <laughs> if you meditate, whatever it is. Um you know, do it. She <laughs> needs it. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, again, if you don't mind, um, give us a like on this video. And uh, if you're new to the channel, we'd love for you to subscribe and get all of our content. Uh, again, Mondays, Abby's Window. We do that every Monday at 6 p.m. Tuesdays, we do an impact watch along. Uh, Thursdays, we have the Insiders Wrestling Podcast and pay-per-views for WWE and Impact and goodness knows what else we'll do. Um, we'll do those too. So, uh, you know, hit, give us a subscribe and uh, hit that post notification bell so you know when we're on because we're on a lot. I mean, <laughs> a lot. So... Uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, be safe out there. Um, be kind to one another, for goodness sakes. Be kind to one another. And um, until next time, uh, have a good evening. Enjoy Raw, hopefully. And uh, Jody, same time next week. Yep. All right. See you guys next week for Abby's Window. <laughs>